Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast, and this is season two, episode seven, entitled Perfect Peace. It's up for grabs. I'm Steve Smith, your host and the author of the Live From Rest Christian Meditation app. In these podcasts, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. We host conversations, short talks, and reflections about how we can live from rest in a world full of chaos and distraction. I'm sorry not to have been around for a few weeks, but today I want to share some thoughts on peace. Not just peace, but perfect peace. It's a phrase from the Bible, it's such a lovely phrase, and I believe it's got its own beautiful poetry, perfect peace. And it's something that um, most of us aspire to, some of us have found, and the big deal is that perfect peace is available. It's available for all of us, it's up for grabs. And I say that with some experience in the subject, which I'm really grateful for, but with confidence because the Bible says so. And I also want to look at why many of us don't have the peace that we should have. And I'm going to suggest a few practical steps that we can take to help us find that peace. I underwent baptism, believer's baptism, over 40 years ago. And um, that's quite a scary thought. I was a young man at the time. And the pastor of the church gave me Isaiah 26 verse 3 as my baptism verse. In those days, we had the RSV, the Revised Standard Version. I think that was probably the most up-to-date English version that we had. And the words of the verse are these in the RSV, Thou dost keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. This is a verse from a song to God declaring that God will keep the man or the woman who's focused on him in perfect peace. I learned this verse and I memorized it along with the next verse, verse four, which is this, trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. It is such a powerful message. So I'm going to read it to you again, this time in the ESV, the English Standard Version, which is a more up-to-date version of the English Bible. You, God, you keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I um, sometimes like to look things up on the interlinear Bible, which is available online, and where we read um, perfect peace, the Hebrew is shalom, shalom, double shalom. I, I'm aware of lots of verses in the Bible which talk to us about peace. And so I did a little search on the subject and found so many verses all the way through the Bible. There are so many encouragements for us to know the peace of God. And here's just a couple. Psalm 4, David says, In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. And a really well-known and lovely verse from John chapter 14, Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither 
let them be afraid. So here's the question. With so much biblical emphasis on peace, and there really is that emphasis, why are so many of us anxious, afraid, and troubled? So you, you may have heard me um, say before, my main line of work is helping people in addiction. I'm a, a doctor specializing in the field of substance misuse, which effectively means that I end up prescribing large doses of very powerful drugs to help people stay calm or to help them hopefully find some degree of peace from the anguish that they're otherwise in. And I also run a charity called The Keys Project, keysdetox.org if you want to look it up, which works with churches to help people deal with various types of addiction. And I'm very, very aware of how many people, including very many Christians, are addicted to substances such as drugs and alcohol, and also various behaviors such as gambling, sex, pornography, gaming. The list is really, really long. There's food, work, exercise even, all sorts of addictions that are dysfunctional ways to help us deal with minds that are troubled, distressed, anything other than having minds that are experiencing perfect peace. In that lovely verse in, in John chapter 14, in the context of receiving peace, it's interesting that Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And it seems to me that Jesus is saying that it is in our power to not let our hearts be troubled. So if you're a Christian listening to this and your mind is troubled, I want to suggest to you that this is actually good news. It's really good news because if you believe the promises of God, you need to believe that it's possible to exchange a troubled mind for a mind that experiences perfect peace. Jesus says, my peace I leave with you. Jesus also says these well-known words, come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. So how, how do we do it? How do we get that rest? How do we get that peace? And there are lots of things we could consider, and maybe I'll touch on a, on a few things, but, but I believe the biggest deal is taking hold of the way that we think. We need to stop and believe that we can really change the way that we think and that can have enormous benefits. For some, there is going to be a place for therapy. I totally accept that, and I sometimes, I often advocate that in my, in my work. There's a place for medication, and again, I have prescribed medication for depression and anxiety many times in the past. And there are other practical things we can do. We can make sure that we rest more, exercise, eat well, spend less time on screens, maybe that's a big deal, and go to bed on time. Lots of practical things we can do to, to, to be more rested. But nearly all of us need to put some serious time and effort into looking at the way we think. And if again you're listening to this and not walking in peace, I want you to believe that things can become seriously better by a few simple steps in relation to the way you think. Paul said to the Romans, you'll know these words, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the Greek word that's used for transformation is exactly the same 
English word that we use to describe the transition of a caterpillar into a butterfly, and that's metamorphosize. Jesus says we can be metamorphosized by changing the way we think. Just think of a, a caterpillar for a minute. A caterpillar is a pretty ugly creature, really, that crawls on the ground and it's metamorphosized, it's transformed into something that is really beautiful, that flies. And the really good news is that we can radically change the way that things are for us by making some time and putting some effort into changing the way we think. So my first suggestion in the path to double shalom to get perfect peace is to consciously tune in to God's thoughts. So take some time and effort to see things the way God sees them. You might find it helpful to liken your mind to a radio and, and realize that we really do have the ability, as it were, to tune in to all sorts of different radio frequencies. I'm, I'm thinking actually that maybe some young people listening to this hardly know what a radio is, and if they do, for them it's simply a matter of maybe pressing a button on the car radio and then enjoying crystal clear digital reception. But for those of us that are older, we remember having to carefully tune in to a radio station with a dial. And I remember, I remember those days. I, I got my first car in 1982, and it was a Hillman Imp, for those of you that remember... Um, classic old cars. And I was delighted with that car, and I was particularly delighted that it had a, had a radio. But it would often take quite a while to find the radio station that I wanted. Um, in those days, I, it was often on medium wave. And then when you found it, it was so frustrating because you'd drive a mile or two, and then you'd have to retune, carefully retune to hold the frequency. And I think that when Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. He's encouraging us to carefully tune in to the right radio station, as it were, and to keep the frequency. We need to keep tuning back in because there's a lot of other frequencies out there that are competing for our attention. So to experience God's perfect peace, we really need to consider what we're tuning into. On one hand, we can tune into a frequency where we're hearing messages of hope and peace. But if we're not careful, it's all too easy to tune into rubbish. There's so much negativity that's being broadcasted in so many ways. That can be literally what we're tuning into. So I was using radio as an analogy, but the reality is the radio stations that we're listening to may be really unhelpful. Things we're watching on TV, things we're looking up on the internet, what we're reading, what we're watching, but it's, it's also particularly what we're dwelling on in our thoughts. The way we think, we, we, we can do so much to help ourselves by, by really focusing on what it is we think about. There's a, there's a saying by Martin Luther, the great reformer, which is really helpful as we consider how we can control the way we think. Martin Luther said that you can't stop the birds from flying overhead but you can stop them from nesting in your hair. So with regards to thoughts, thoughts that are negative, thoughts that are bringing us down, we don't have to let them nest in our hair. and We can choose what rests in our souls, if you like. Another powerful message in the battle for peace is to realize that when we know God, for every negative thought or situation, there really is something opposite and wonderfully positive that we can focus on instead. 
This this is so powerful, it's so important, and you have to believe it. It's a big subject, and I'm actually hoping to dig deeper into this in, in maybe a couple of weeks with, a, with another special guest who loves speaking on the subject of truth and lies. So for every negative thought, there is probably a lie, um, and there is at the same time a positive truth that we can choose to dwell on instead if we take the time and the effort. I just took a call from a friend a couple of days ago who's going through a really distressing time. She's having some great great difficulties in the place where she lives and works. She's, she's a nun and she's also helping people with addiction and something really difficult has happened in her situation. But she is still, despite this awful situation, experiencing perfect peace. And she told me that despite all that's going on, she sleeps well. And what she's doing is she's choosing to repeat the first line of the song, In Christ Alone. She just repeats to herself these, these words, In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. And we can do that. We can take a verse or we can take, a, take these words from this song and, and repeat them to ourselves to help us to overcome the negativity that's, that's fighting for our attention. And here's another suggestion, which is also worthy maybe of another whole conversation, and that is to rejoice and to give thanks regardless of your circumstances, which is what I guess my friend was doing anyway. And this also is a repeating theme in the Bible. And I love Paul's words in Philippians chapter 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Paul's being really emphatic. He says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And he then goes on to say, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And hear this. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Rejoicing always and praying with thanksgiving is a path to perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding. Double shalom, shalom, shalom. <laughs> So let's remember again the verse we started with, Isaiah 26, verse 3. God will keep us in perfect peace if our minds are stayed on him. We really do have to watch our thinking. We have to consciously choose to keep our thoughts focused on God's truth rather than believing the lies that the devil is bombarding us with. There's so much more we could say about this. It's a lifelong challenge, but I absolutely know from my experience and the experience of my wife and so many others that things can be turned around. Whatever pit of hopelessness or discouragement you may be in, things can be dramatically changed around by tuning in to what God says. And let me say again, it really is a, it's a lifelong challenge. And I, I feel that there are, there are times when I've experienced perfect peace, but there are times when I've lost it. Even recently, I've had to pick myself up again by focusing on God's truth rather than lies and discouragement that the devil so easily gets us into thinking about. And so here, let me encourage you to use our app and there are other resources available as well, but Live From Rest gives you plenty of meditations 
plenty of opportunities to focus on God's truth rather than the negativity you may be bombarded with. And we've just released now a meditation based on Isaiah 26 verse 3 called Perfect Peace. So choose God's promises rather than focusing on negative thoughts and situations and rejoice always. So let me, let me pray with you as we close. Heavenly Father, I pray now for my brothers and sisters listening to this, that you would help each one of us to know the perfect peace, the shalom, shalom, that you want us to experience if we can keep our minds on you. Lord, would you give us reminders? Would you give us indications of how we can know your perfect peace in these days that are so troubled. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that your peace is available to each one of us. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope to be with you very soon. And I have got some special guests lined up who are going to really encourage you. So, so watch out for the next podcasts, which will hopefully hit your phone or your device very soon. Bye for now.